0: you get 25% off your order. How can you beat that? So what are you waiting for? Get some steaks, burgers, bacon, or other meats and experience the certified Piedmontese difference for yourself today. And now, to my guest. Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I'm your host, Dan Hoppin', and today's episode is going to allow us to kind of dive into two areas that this show doesn't really highlight all that much, and that is cookies cookies. And Food TV. And that's because my guest has not only created a successful cookie business, but she was invited to compete on Food Network's Christmas Cookie Challenge, where she represented Omaha and dusted the competition to win the episode. My guest today is Larissa Soder. She is the owner and founder of the Finicky Cookie. Larissa, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I like your dusted pun. That was, that was great.
0: You like that? <laughs> I, I spent some time on that. Perfect. So I, I think about those intros a little bit. I'm, I'm glad that you appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. Uh, so I just want to start at a high level, just come in real simple with a softball question. To you as someone who has spent so much time around cookies, thinking about cookies, baking cookies, what to you makes the perfect cookie?
1: Oh gosh. Um that is a great question. To me, the perfect cookie has not only visually is it as perfect as possible. Royal icing is my primary mode of um of media on the cookie and it's it's very um finicky i don't know how else to, to describe it it's i mean one spray of water can make a difference in how it sets and how it looks and how it how it turns out when you're when you're using it um so i would say looking as perfect as possible and then tasting great um i also for design purposes i like things to be a little bit unique or funny or off not typical mm-hmm. atypical
0: and we're definitely going to talk about that because yeah. you have some unique designs. Thank you. But first, I want to make it clear. If it, people are listening to this conversation and they're like, hey, I need to check this place out, orders can be placed for the Finicky Cookie on the thefinnekecookie.com or you are now selling your cookies at her company, which is a new boutique off 156 and Q. So that's, those are yeah, a couple options. That's correct. So the first thing that really stands out about your company to me is the name finicky cookie. like Just the word finicky is not one that's really commonly used all that much. And as I was preparing for this, I was like, I kind of know what that word means, but not really. So I looked it up and the definition is fussy about one's needs or requirements, but the secondary definition (laughs) is showing or requiring great attention to detail. And when I kind of looked at it through that view... It made all the sense in the world because, like you just talked about, these are not just your normal, you know, standard sugar cookies. They're works of art, and they require a lot of science to form into something that can be decorated. So I, how did you decide on that name, the Finicky Cookie? <laughs>
1: um, another great question. I'm sure we'll have them the whole time. Um, so, oh, gosh. A few years ago, I had an opportunity to make uh, – a multiple cookies that would that would be touching multiple people and I thought okay here's my shot these are going to be seen by 30 different groups of people I gotta I gotta come up with a business name and my sister and I worked together on she did a logo for me and set up my social media literally within 24 hours I had the the business name and I'd kind of been thinking about it for a while I'd been just kind of conjuring in my head or visioning envisioning if I could do this as a business and if I did what it would be it was a top contender and I thought it just was pretty immediate choice for me
0: how would you describe your cookies as someone who's never had them before
1: um, I would say that they are um, when they're super fresh, they're soft, uh, buttery vanilla is kind of my signature, um, my signature flavor. I put a lot of extra flavor. I have a few little tweaks that I've done to my recipe that make them taste really delicious. Uh, and then, um, you know, having the, the design be as cool as I can think of or, or make it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so far you have stuck pretty m- exclusively to that one flavor, to the vanilla. And there's yeah. even a um, a small description on your website that's just like, hey, I've had requests for other flavors, but vanilla is what I do really well. I feel like I've perfected this. I want to stick to this for mm-hmm. right now. But when you came in today, you said that you've begun playing around yeah. with some other flavors. So I want to yeah. start with with that vanilla cookie recipe First, what is it about it that you feel like, hey, I've perfected, I've found it, and also, what made you want to just stick with that as you started your business?
1: Um, so multiple um, things there. I use really high end ingredients. That, you know, I, I try to use really top end butter, um, flour, or I, I use organic anywhere I can. I haven't been able to find a good organic powdered sugar source, so I'm considering creating my own out of an organic raw sugar. Wow, that you can grind and. So that's a whole another ball game, but um, I, I use good ingredients. I use a little bit extra of that pure vanilla extract. I use a little extra salt, even though I use salted butter. So I just really try to try to pack as much flavor into the dough as I can, um, and then just not overpowering the the icing with a lot of extract. I, t- I try to. V- flavor that fairly lightly, uh, just cause I don't want it to be too sweet or too overpowering. Um, I think a lighter frosting on a softer buttery cookie is, is much better. And I hear all the time, um, you know, I've got these cookies for my daughter's birthday and they looked great, but they just tasted like bland cardboard or, you know, they didn't taste good. I, I hear that comment a lot. And to me, it, that's the easy part. You know, you can, you can make something taste good. I feel like versus the decorating, which is more painstaking and and um, tedious. So um, I don't know. I try to do both, but mostly just high end ingredients and and really putting a few extra little dashes of this and that here and there.
0: What are the flavors that you're playing around with now? Let's let's tease some taste buds. What can yeah. people potentially look for? Not we're not locking you in right, anything. Right. You're still you're still testing, but potential flavors that could make an appearance
1: yeah sure so um i for for the show that we'll talk about later i I was required to branch outside of my box so i I did um i did a couple different flavors for the show um one of them was a a dutch cocoa um cookie that turned out pretty well uh i did some for christmas i did just a, a few um chocolate peppermint ones <laughs> that were just real simple. Um, and then for Valentine's Day I did just this last week I made a strawberry cream dough and um, kind of scented that royal icing with a little bit of lemon and it, it turned out okay. The cookies themselves are pink at the base so it's it lends itself to Valentine's Day really well. So we'll, we'll see. I have some um, Hershey Kiss style candies that I did on cookies as well that I'm going to try in the chocolate. So
0: well, those sound fantastic. There's three for you. Well,
1: that's that's enough for now.
0: <laughs> yes, that is, that is that is more than enough, and I'm looking forward to trying those new flavors. Yeah, great. Uh, but I have to ask you about this really fascinating line that you have on your website. You said, I've perfected my sugar cookie recipe so that my edges are razor sharp and have very little expansion or movement during the baking process. This allows for clean edges that retain their shape with the perfect thickness for that smooth layer of icing that will go on top. hmm This is probably like super obvious for someone who's a baker or who's used to decorating. (laughs) But reading that, I just never really thought about cookie recipes as like, you not only have to think about that taste element, but how is it going to be created so it can like, you can design on top of it. Right. That like, that kind of blew my mind. Can you explain that a little bit further? Like how the baking process doesn't just affect the taste of the cookie, but it affects how you're able to make it look beautiful.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, The the less a cookie, a sugar cookie that's going to be decorated, the less it spreads out. Um, You want it to have as very minimal spread when it's baking. You want it to retain that shape because that's the shape you're going to be decorating on top. Um, And it just allows you to to continue having clean, precise edges all the way throughout the rest of the process. Um, One of my friend's husband's made a comment one time. He's like, did he's looking at a cookie and he's like, did you take a file to the edge of this? You know, So <laughs> I I mean, when you, when you push a cutter down into the dough and you, and you pull it out, the the side of the cookie has like a little bit, almost like, um, like horizontal lines, like, like rock. I don't know how else to compare it. Um, but mine will continue to have that texture on the edges, um, because they don't bake out and spread out and and
0: look funky. How long did it take (laughs) you to perfect that recipe that didn't allow that spread?
1: Um, I started with a, with a good, base. Um, found a recipe online that I liked and then I started tweaking the flavors and I started adjusting the levels of baking soda, the, the amount of eggs. Like if you use an extra large egg versus a large egg that can make a difference. So there's lots of different, and people don't think about that. They think two eggs Well, baking is kind of science, it's kind of chemistry oh, sure. in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, you can, you can absolutely just with the size of your eggs that you're using can, can make a difference.
0: So this is normally the point in the episode where I like to ask my guests how they got into cooking or how they got into baking originally. But I think with you, I want to go a little bit further because I know that you have a lot of interests outside of just baking. And Mm -hmm. because your cookies are basically art, the way that you decorate them, how did you get into like artistry and designing things?
1: Uh, So as a kid, I was always really artistic. I I took lots of art. I just gravitated towards art. Um, I played violin when I was growing up, so I was kind of the artsy-fartsy kid, like the dork. Um, I went to Fine Arts Camp. There's a, a really fantastic, well-known nationally uh, Fine Arts Camp in the town that I grew up in, which is on a little island in Alaska, so totally random, um, but they had, uh, they still have it to this day, uh, Fine Arts Camp. It's in June every year. And it's a, a wonderful experience. It's something that it's a, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I got to do that every summer when I was a child. So, um, you know, looking back, I had a lot of formal training in that regard. Um, I was accepted into Chicago Institute of Art, wow. but I didn't go. <laughs> so, Why didn't you um, go? You know, I was, I was in my early twenties. I was, it was after I'd already, Attempted college the first time in the traditional stand- standpoint, um, and or in the traditional manner, uh, and I, I just kind of was seeing if I could do it, and they accepted me, and then I had a couple things, life, that changed, and I bailed out and didn't go, so... Went and got my marketing degree 10 years later.
0: <laughs> now we're back to art, so. Yes, I, I would say maybe it was a circuitous path, but it's yes. all worked out very well. Right. Now, you mentioned Sitka, Alaska. Am I pronouncing that correctly? You now? are, yeah. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> growing up there, from your, webs- from your bio on your website, I mean, it talked about all the different artistic and just things that you were able to do and create up there from woodworking to painting drawing ceramics yeah. like you had all kinds of experience with design what was it about baking that kind of drew you in and allowed that to be kind of uh the way that you express that artistry
1: um well, i've always enjoyed baking and cooking i i i saw your post um, asking about chopped and It's funny because they filmed Chopped the week before we got to go film our show. So we got to see how the studio set up and stuff. It was really cool to see because I love Chopped. And I always thought, they need to do a Chopped amateur show, and I'll go on that. Because yes. I, could, I could do that. I know I could do that. Uh, so that's my, <clears throat> that's going to be my next path now. Just kidding. Um, well, but... <laughs> you,
0: you're already a champion on Food Network. So if they ever do it, I feel like you're going to be one of the first people in <clears throat> line.
1: Maybe I, I might have a little in. I don't know. I've asked about other shows, and I've gotten not gotten any response. Yeah. So. Uh.
0: They're missing out. They're lost.
1: Well, I think that yeah, they, there's legal things that have to be sorted out.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. I apologize.
1: <clears throat> I don't remember what uh, it was. The question was about um,
0: uh, what led you to your love baking.
1: of baking. Oh gosh, um, my my grandma uh, that my mom's mother um, lived in Sitka with us, so she was. Uh, an incredible seamstress. She was a scratch cook. I mean, she always was cooking and, and I just loved spending time with her and and watching her cook. She would rub the wood bowl with garlic before she would make her homemade Caesar salad. I mean, she just did some of the extra things that a lot of people don't typically do. So I got to see a lot of that. There are a lot of really great gourmet chefs up there. Everyone's preparing their own food. Um, so I just was exposed to a lot of, a lot of that growing up, um, and my, my mom cooked a lot. I mean, both my parents are very creative. So I just kind of, it's kind of the perfect storm for what we're seeing now, I guess.
0: What drew you to cookies specifically? Oh,
1: mm, I think they're pretty. <laughs> um, I honestly, I, it, when I, I've done them before for Christmas, just, you know, you make Christmas cookies, right? Uh, I did some funny ones about 10 years ago in their Ninja Bread Man. Oh yeah! They're little ninjas, but they're gingerbread men. And I I have pulled my cutters out. I was going to try to do some this year. I just didn't have time to get to them. But um, I don't know. I just like funny things to do, you know, funny little shapes and stuff. And I would do funny ones for Christmas. And I, when I stepped back down into a sales position, um, I made them as thank you gifts for my first set of customers um, around Halloween time. And that was four years ago. And that kind of escalated. And then I did a, did them again for Thanksgiving and then I did the ones for Christmas that ended up being the 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 launch off into cookie world.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, well, let's get into that a little bit. What like you you've been a baker, you've been a cook and you're you're working on these cookies. At what point do you start to say you know, this, this is a fun hobby. I like making cookies for people. I'm getting good feedback from people. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something more here than this just being a hobby.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I kind of became obsessed. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, <clears throat> I'm still obsessed. Uh, there every day I think of something that I is blows my own mind and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to put that on a cookie. I just don't have time to get all these ideas out. Um, but I'm working on a lot of really cool stuff right now. Um, gosh, you know, I when I'm gonna do something, just in general, uh, anything in my life, I don't want to do it halfway. I half just asked, wanna, yeah, yeah half assed Okay, <laughs> you're allowed here. to say it. <laughs> okay. It's all good because <laughs> that's definitely my repertoire. Is half not yeah. You know, I won't do it half assed I'm gonna do it full on, and I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability. I want it to be um, represented. Of, of how I am as a person and I am very detail oriented little OCD um you know I just want things to be a certain way um and I just started um, watching YouTube videos lots hundreds and hundreds of hours of YouTube videos and then I would take what I had watched and I would practice it the next day and then I would watch more videos and then I would practice them the next day and I would just, continuing to practice different techniques and learning how to work on the the royal icing is again it's very picky it's very fussy on how you how it layers and how it moves and um, you know the different consistencies and then getting coloring down without having it taste gross <laughs> so there's just so much uh, a lot of practice um, but definitely wanted them to be the best that I could possibly come up with.
0: Now correct me if I'm wrong but you just took a Cookie class, right? Like a couple I weeks did. ago, yeah. Because I I prepped for this interview, and then <laughs> I was just like, you know, playing around on Instagram, and I like watched your story, and I was like, whoa, she. Because at first I thought you had put on a cooking cl- <laughs> or a cookie class, but no, you were taking it, and I absolutely love that because you're already a successful businesswoman. You've oh, been you. on TV, like you have a lot of things going for you, but you still have that humility to say, you know what? There's more to learn. I can oh, always grow. I, I just, I loved seeing that so much. I thought that was so cool. Oh,
1: Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, so uh, Susie had, Miller had reached out to me and she she's a, a local gal. Her and her sister have Blonde and Bougie Bakery here and they're both fantastic people. They're just Wonderful. They had reached out to me um, when they saw me on the show and, you know, wanted to get together and, and kind of, you know, introduce me to the Omaha world of cookies because I just kind of live under a rock. I I don't know who else is even out there. All of a sudden now there's a ton of us and it's great. It's a wonderful, um, wonderful community. Uh, But those gals have just been really, they kind of took me under their wing and helped me get I've never been to CookieCon before because I keep missing out on the registration. It sells out so quick. Where is uh, CookieCon? So this year it's in uh, Sandusky, Ohio in may it's right outside of cleveland Hmm, okay and then uh there's another one they're doing two this year they're doing a second one in orlando
0: um in august so that one sounds a lot more fun right i'll probably
1: go to both honestly why not i I mean i need to make up for the ones i haven't (laughs) been to (laughs) so uh, but they split it into two so that because there were so many attendees that couldn't get in um so we were all on our on we each had a computer and an iPad and a phone, trying to get because there's like a queue when you go to register, and you if you don't have, you're in a line. And anyway, they helped me, and they've been amazing. So I took Susie's class, um, not only just because she's amazing and I, I wanted to take her class, but um, I also would like to teach classes myself. I have a, a couple coming up that are scheduled for Valentine's and and I uh, she was gracious enough to let me come and kind of look at how she runs the format of her class, what supplies she offers and those kinds of things, which was really helpful, but always things to learn,
0: mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned earlier, you had a full-time job, like as you're- I do still have a full-time job. This is a side hustle? <laughs> yeah. I did not even know that. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> how, okay, now my mind is just blown, because I thought this was your full-time gig, but no. this is, wh- how are you doing this all on the side? This is incredible. <laughs>
1: um, well, it, it's grown a lot more um, lately uh, with, you know, just the <clears throat> recent events, Um so my full-time job, I'm in financial services. I do point-of-sale systems and credit card processing. And I've been doing that for 14 years. Um, and I do have a lot of flexibility with that. I can make my own schedule. So I just kind of work around um, both. I also own and run a vacation rental property that's eight hours away. So, And I'm a single mom. So, Are there um, three of you? <laughs> I don't the, believe that there's only one. I don't sleep a whole lot. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I don't... Um, I'm just, I don't, I don't stop. I, I just, I don't have any downtime. There's no Netflix and chilling over here. Like I, unfortunately, and, and it's not, I'm, I put on my own plate what I can handle. I, I still say no to a lot of people and I'm learning to, to say no to more things just to protect my time. Uh, but I try to stack time, but I have a guy friend who's been trying to grab coffee with me He's a former colleague and he's a big gym person too. And I'm like, you know what, honestly, Let's, let's jump on the treadmill. I'm like, I got to start stacking my appointments with like my gym time because, you know, two for one.
0: Well, well now I feel really honored because you've got all this stuff going on and you came and wasted an hour on this (laughs) dopey podcast. This is amazing. No, it's awesome. Well, Thank you. I'm even more appreciative now. Anytime. Hey there listeners, we'll get back to my guest in a minute, but I got to remind you one more time about Certified Piedmontese. Did you know that just 1% of all cattle raised in the U.S. is Piedmontese? Or that this red meat is so healthy that it's similar in micronutrients to Atlantic salmon and chicken breast? Rare, healthy, and most importantly, delicious. That's a trio that just can't be beat. I'm so confident that you'll get hooked on Certified Piedmontese beef like I did that I want to help you try it. When you visit Piedmontese.com and use my promo code HOPPEN, that's my last name, H-O-P-P-E-N, you'll receive 25% off your order. That's 25% off steaks, burgers, brats, sausages, and even bacon. Yeah, I said it. Beef bacon. It'll change your life. Use my promo code to score a great deal and experience why certified Piedmontese is such a big deal today. And now, back to my guest. How did you come to the like you, you mentioned? Like you, you got really into cookies. You became obsessed.
1: Yes, I'm still obsessed. It's a problem.
0: But but like <laughs> people get obsessed about things, and they don't start a business. You did. Like what? What was the point where you were like, I love this so much. I think I'm really good at it. I am starting a business. The Finicky Cookie is going to be real.
1: Yeah. Um. Honestly, and this is this is kind of a bigger picture thing for me too. I, I love, like it fills my bucket to fill somebody else's bucket. If I can bring a smile to somebody else's face, bring a little bit of joy through my, something that I created for them, that's really special. That makes me like, that just makes me happy. So it, to do it and have it as a business is not work to me as long as I am not a factory, you know. I don't want to do the 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 mass production. That's just it's not my style. It's just not my I want to do something really unique, really special, customized. And that's that's kind of my my forte and what I really love to do. I like to do the more creative side of things.
0: Mhm. What's your favorite design that you've done?
1: Um probably my shadow rabbit cookies.
0: Shadow rabbit shadow cookie. Shadow rabbit.
1: Yeah, I brought it. You brought it? Yeah.
0: Can box. I can I see it? Yeah, I, I know this <laughs> isn't great for a. Uh... <laughs> an audio like right i know but
1: you've probably seen it i have um some photos that i've taken with it but this one oh my
0: gosh um, (laughs) okay i'm gonna post a picture of this on instagram but (laughs) it legitimately looks like a painting that's incredible okay you have break this down for me how did you do it has like a frame and an actual painting and everything how did you do that
1: um so i there's a another artist uh this is her um she makes these kind of gothic style puppets um and um I got permission from her to paint this guy on a cookie so this is an existing I just transferred it onto a cookie so I, I have to give um uh, Lisa's adore a credit for that um but basically I I laid out the foundation and when I did that I, I flooded uh, obviously this frame wasn't here so um it's a chocolate cookie too look at that oh, nice um I flooded it I wanted the background to be dark but I flooded it with the dark gray and then I flooded a wet on wet technique which is if you do the layers while the first layer is still wet it'll just melt down into it and it'll be flat so I did the black and then I did his head in a lighter like a I think it started white and then um, once that was fully dry I just went in with my paintbrush and started shadowing and detailing and detailing and detailing and once I got it to where I happy with it i um this is modeling chocolate the frame so i pressed these cut them to size and then these top and bottom embellishments are also another little piece on top of that um so that was i I, this is the style of uh, i have a couple other things that i'm going to do for valentine's day coming up if i have the time i'm going to make the time um, I'm gonna do. <laughs> you can do
0: it th- while you're having the conversation on the treadmill,
1: right? No, I yeah, it's a little not steady hand on the treadmill, but um, like Queen of Hearts, think oh, Queen okay. of Hearts, nice. and then, like flaming ace cards, and I don't know. I have these ideas in my head, like I said, I just need to get them out onto a cookie.
0: That was <laughs> so much fun watching you just. Look at this cookie and break down like every step of the process because I can I I can see why you love it so and much. I geeked this, out about it too. This <laughs> is your passion, but that's perfect. That's what I love to see, and I think it's so fascinating. Like so many people just see cookies and they're like, "Oh, they, there's icing on that," or whatever. Right, right. There's so much technique that goes, and yes. I don't know. I'm not pretending like I know any of it, but you just talked about the wet on wet technique. There's yeah. there's flooding. There's I don't even know yeah. how many different types of icing like. This
1: is one uh, another new one that I just did. She's got a (laughs) geode cookie here.
0: This is incredible.
1: Yeah, so this is, I'm going to do, I'm trying to think of a funny, like, you're my rock or you rock me or something, like a little plaque that will go with it. So this will be, I'm going to do a limited edition um, Valentine's Day collection that's going to be more, not your traditional cutesy stuff. I'll have some of that too, but
0: i want to do some of this. You're not the traditional <laughs> d- designer and baker. No, so. I try not to be. Which I do have a video of, of
1: this on YouTube. Um, it's fast tracked. It's still about five or six minutes, but it shows the whole process of me making that from start to finish. If you're
0: ever bored. Uh, I will definitely be watching it. <laughs> w- where can we find that on YouTube?
1: Um, I have a channel with like three videos on it. it's the finicky cookie
0: (laughs) all right so go on youtube look up the finicky cookie and you can see larissa make the beautiful shadow rabbit
1: i have that one and then the husker hat i have have videos of um you've probably seen this one too
0: yes i have seen that one it is
1: in person it's different it's hard to tell in a video or pictures
0: even you Um, even have like little rips yeah designed into it yeah it's amazing thank you So you mentioned a little bit, like we just talked about, you just took your first cookie class. You mentioned YouTube earlier as you're, uh, there's so many designs, so many techniques. How do you, how do you learn this stuff?
1: I mean, I'll watch videos of, of some things or I'll look at pictures and get inspiration. But a lot of the things, um, you know, this, this stippling technique is used a lot and it just, when I, I tried it on one the other day and it was like black and pink and purple and I'm like oh my gosh immediately I thought of like amethyst and so it took me down that rabbit hole and so I was like I have to try it like this and so this actually has wet on wet the stippling and then I use a a, another um I don't even know what it's called but you basically you have the the shawl shiny underneath and then you'd put more frosting on top and kind of damper it with a brush and gives it like a fuzzy texture um and then I did paint but that's why this is going to be um revised I did I had like a real shiny glaze on the edging so it looks like a cut like the shiny cut of wow. the stone um, but I ordered a different product
0: because what I used didn't work so 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 much of it is just trial and error trial
1: and error yes <laughs> long wow. story for trial and error
0: but I mean when you get to the final product it, that's got to be a good feeling when it just is like, I yeah that this is the one
1: yeah and, and I, I a lot of the times I don't do like I probably did 10 different heart designs this week just i I'll repeat maybe a few of them that I really love. They're all cool, but I'm like, well, maybe people want like a one of a kind unique. They don't all have to be the same. Yeah. You know,
0: I love that. Thanks. Okay. Speaking of unique, let's get into food network. Mm. Uh, Like I mentioned off the top, you competed on an episode of Christmas cookie challenge that aired uh, this winter. Um, For those who haven't watched the show it, here's how it works. There are five bakers and they compete in two rounds. Well, I guess the, the five compete in the first round, then two are eliminated, three more compete in the second round, and the winner gets $10,000. Uh, the entire show is edited down to 40 minutes. I can't even imagine how long it takes all day, but I, <laughs> I just want to start high level. What do you remember most about that day? Like when you think about that day, what pops to your mind?
1: So we were actually out there for five days. And where's there? Uh, uh we filmed in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's okay, where Tennessee. Discovery Network is. So located. 5 days. Yeah, so uh, we were out there a little bit longer um and if you if you move on to the second round, you go an extra day. So there's there's other factors. We um the people on my episode who are all amazing by the way. It's we we were still texting last night. Um we all got there on a Friday and we did our first full day was all day Saturday and it was our intake interviews. So we're all cammed up <clears throat> full on aprons, everything, hair, all every, all of it. And we're interviewing for eight hours and it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And and, and this is before you do this this any baking. This is before, yeah. So this is all your backstory Your, you know, they're getting anything and everything. I, I mean, it's, I almost like have blocked it out of my memory. Um, just, just the length of time was so long and we were sitting in a room. So uh, the actual interview time was probably about four to five hours for each of us that day, but we're waiting. I was the last one to go. So I had to wait till everybody did theirs. And, um, then I did mine. And then the next day was a Sunday and they don't, it's a dark day. They don't film. So we all hung out and bonded and went downtown and, and just had a great time. Uh, and then Monday was competition day. So that, that day we did, um, the first round, um, was, I mean, it was timed. It was 90 minutes. We had a a few minutes. I'm, I gotta be careful of the things that I, that I'm disclosing, but they, they gave us a very brief tour of the kitchen. Um, the kitchen is the size of a basketball court. It's about four feet larger than a basketball court. So when you see those kitchens on TV, they don't look quite that big, but I mean, if you forget something in the pantry, there's one pantry on one end, and, and you're you gotta like run, running. So that takes time, especially because you're learning where all the things are, and you and it's just go. And you've got seven cameras on you with a big boom in the middle that's flying around. There's lights, there's, and you're just trying to. To focus, they're talking to you, you're you're having to describe and explain what you're doing, while you're doing, while you're trying to figure out this mixer you've never used. So, I mean, it's just chaos, it's absolute chaos, it's crazy. Um, and then, you know, after that, they deliberate, we sit and wait. For how long? Mm, less than an hour. Okay. We were, we, it was kind of lunchtime at that time, um, so they deliberated, we all came back out and this was we were still COVID. So it was, um, this was last March. I mean, we filmed it eight, seven months before it aired. Uh, so we, we had to have masks on as we entered the studio. So th- there was that whole component as well. They would say Baker's masks off. We would take our masks off and it was go time. And so, uh, anytime we would enter the room. So when we went in, they, they, in they're filming this, the judges are there, which, you know, we were all starstruck and, um, they had obviously already already judged everything, and then they eliminate the two first two contestants to go, which left myself and two other ladies. So then we had another break and like maybe a thirty minute break to get ready for round two, and that was like so nerve wracking. Um, and round two was uh, two and a half hours, and we had to do our our angel was the th- three D,
0: hundred sixty degree. I think it was. 18 inches standing? Mm. I have it. Eight inches. Eight (laughs) inches. Okay. Yeah, whoa, I'm throwing a lot of extra height (laughs) on there, but still eight inches. Yeah, and you had to make the Christmas Angels, Yes. which yours was very, very gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. It looked a little
1: bit like the Saw
0: character, I keep saying, but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't believe that. (laughs) Thanks. So something I'm so curious about is when do you find out what the challenge is going to be? Like, is it really, it's TV magic. So I'm assuming it's not like they announce it and then it's just like, okay, now go. Or is it?
1: Um, Or maybe if you're not allowed to say, okay, then on that part.
0: Okay. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. So we're (laughs) not, we won't talk about that. Um, what is going through your mind when, like, the judges come to your station? Even when they're not judging, but you're you're cooking, and they just come over and oh, they're yeah. like, "Oh, hey, what's up? You yeah. know, tell us about what cook you're making." Like, are you just trying not to freak out? What's going yes. through your head? <laughs> yes, okay, <laughs> yes.
1: Um, again, the chaos that's that's going on that I described a, a couple minutes ago. That, along with, uh, you know. Reed Drummond coming up to talk to you, or Eddie Jack. I mean, it's just crazy um, because again, you're a little bit starstruck. They're right here, um, and and they're interacting with you and asking you questions, and and you're just trying to answer what they need as quickly as possible so that they get out of your hair. Honestly, I mean, no offense to either one of them, obviously, but they make you nervous, and and you just want to, you just need to them to go away. You need to do your job. Yeah. We need to do our
0: jobs. Yes. Yes. Um and Ree had a comment after, you know, she's doing the judging, they're tasting the cookies. Ree said, "That's a sugar cookie like grandma made" in mm-hmm. response to one of your cookies. What like what's going through your head that? when you hear that? What's that like?
1: Yeah, coming from her. That's yes. that's the that's the kicker coming from her and she is so genuine. I mean, you could tell a couple of the things they were scripted to say. Like they might, I feel like you know they might instigate us a little bit. You know they're they're gonna come over and poke us a little bit, uh, just to just to mess with us. Um, but you can tell when they're genuinely making a, a comment, and, and that that was a, a genuine comment, and it was I was just very flattered and very happy. I don't know, happy. <laughs>
0: uh huh. Okay, so we we gotta get to it now in the first <laughs> round your task was to make two cookies one was naughty one was nice mm-hmm. your nice cookie was actually really really cool it was uh, a neighbor who was snow blowing for you and the way that you did it like uh, this, this is something so much better if someone actually watches it than me describing it but the way that you like had part of the cookie bare as if they'd snow it already i thought was yeah. genius that was really Thank cool you. But the naughty cookie was the one that obviously draws sure. a lot of the attention because <laughs> yep. you chose to do, like... Uh, I should have
1: brought Santo today. Why didn't I bring him? Uh, oh, my gosh.
0: That's okay. Pe- pe- people just have to go watch the episode. I know. But it was... Uh, It was like a cell phone with a dating profile picture on it. And the picture was like a shirtless dude with like immaculate abs and hip flexors and stuff. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure you almost like broke Ree. I don't think she even knew what to do. So like all the other competitors are making like beaches and reindeer and Mm -hmm. Mrs. Claus and stuff. And you've got this half naked dude on your
1: cookie. He had a Santa hat on. (laughs) He
0: he didn't have a Santa hat on. That's very true. And and a jacket. Yeah. Where did that idea come from?
1: <laughs> um, well, I, I divorced a couple years ago and I've looked at the dabbled in the online dating um scene and every guy just has a gym selfie or there's you know, it's just there's some some very common themes that we see as I'm sure the men see common things on on women's profiles that are annoying. Um but I was like all I really want is a guy without a gym gym selfie you know for christmas I just want uh-huh. a guy without a gym selfie uh but so that was kind of my thought process was I was kind of making a little bit fun of the guy that's sitting here showing off his abs with uh, <laughs> with his little santa outfit on uh-huh. um so I just again I wanted to think outside the box I wanted to be a little funny I'm I'm very dry sarcastic humor I'm I'm just I'll slide it under the table and most people won't even hear it or get the joke half the time. But, um, so that's kind of where that came from.
0: The judges absolutely loved it. I think that, you know, just that creativity and separating yourself from the other bakers in, in the design that was so much different. I think that probably helped you quite a bit. Was there any thought in your mind? Like, is this idea a little bit too out there or were you just like, yes, I'm going for it?
1: I was pretty confident, uh, you know, I kept it PG, so... Uh, right, yeah. It. I was pretty confident that it would be... It's TV, you know? I mean, why not put something a little exciting out there?
0: <laughs> well, it, it was a lot of fun, and I mean, honestly, before you... Like, I would have watched this, this show just as research, but, like, my wife really likes cookie decorating. Like, she sure. likes watching this and stuff, so we've watched this show before. Great. And... That design was so far outside anything that we've seen on that show. But it, it worked, and it was really, really cool. Thank you. Uh, now, getting to the second round, we we teased this out a little bit, but you had to make Christmas angels that were, and now I can see in my notes, eight inches, not 18 yeah. inches tall. <laughs> but, yeah, they had to be three-dimensional, and they also had to include an alcohol.
1: Yes, and that was thrown at us at the last second. So we were frantically trying to – we had a race to get the alcohol that we wanted, and mine kind of backfired, honestly.
0: Well, we've <laughs> thought, we've talked about like how much of a science this process mm-hmm. is, not only getting the flavor of the cookie, but like adding. You know, an extra liquid or even substituting in a different liquid could affect the consistency in the baking. I'm assuming. Sure. Like, yes. h- how did you and the sugar levels exactly? And, yeah. How did you adjust for all that on the fly?
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I didn't want to put it in the dough. Um, I picked cinnamon schnapps. Uh, I had a pecan dough, like a, a buttery pecan dough uh, frosting or dough for my base, and I was gonna do a maple um, glaze, like a maple royal icing. So I I didn't want it in the dough, and I couldn't find I could not find anything else cinnamon flavored. The extract I couldn't find on the shelf. I couldn't find actual cinnamon, cinnamon sticks, anything cinnamon flavored. Magically could not be found in the pantry.
0: In so, the basketball size, right? Kitchen. So
1: um, so I I just poured it directly into the frosting, and I I kept enough that I could keep my consistency because it is a liquid. It's going to thin out your frosting really quickly. But, um, Eddie uh, rightfully so, you know, called it out to be too sweet because it, it is such a sweet, I mean, cinnamon schnapps is like syrup, right? Mm -hmm. So that it, it did, it did make it way too sweet. And I had, um, I had a couple places where it was really thick, so it just didn't, uh, didn't turn out how I really wanted it to because I used it on the wings, which were frosted on both sides. So it was double, doubled down and uh, just too sweet, but
0: it's okay. So we (laughs) probably shouldn't be expecting a finicky cookie cookie that has cinnamon schnapps in the icing anytime soon.
1: Not anytime soon, (laughs) no. Not until I have time to play around with it.
0: Gotcha. Uh, Your design, it was kind of inspired by your grandma's and mm -hmm. it was holding a cardinal, really. Um, beautiful, and you talked Thank about you. this a little bit on the show. But how meaningful, like, was that to you to draw inspiration from them?
1: Well, I mean, the the challenge was to make it personal as well. They wanted us to create something personal. Um, <clears throat> I've been very blessed in my life. I haven't lost a, a lot of people that are very close to me. My grandparents, you know, are are really the only family members that I've lost. Um, so it was just kind of an easy thing for me to pull from both my grandmas. They were both, um, my, my dad's mom had, he's one of 18 kids. So, wow. I mean, she, that woman was, they say she's a saint, uh, like a real life. She was a real life saint. Um, and she baked, she was, she always, you know, they, they were all raised on a farm. So she was constantly cooking and, and, and baking everything from scratch for a, a family of 20. <laughs> uh, so, they were elderly when I was growing up, um, and had retired, but we, they lived in Nebraska. Um, we would come down and visit and she always made the best cinnamon pull-aparts. I just, you know, there's certain things that you pick apart from your childhood memories about certain people that they just, when I think of Bertha, I think of cinnamon pull-aparts and, and plain pitch. You know, you just have these, and, and Grandpa's the crossword puzzles. and, Then my my mom's mom, the one that that uh, grew up in the town with me, um, you know, she was the great cook and she was always cooking and sewing. And, and, um, you know, so it was very easy for me to use both of them. And the cardinal um, obviously is representing uh, people who are no longer with us. But it was also my um, grandma Hazel's favorite bird. So I don't know. I just kind of took all of those things and put them together into my little angel.
0: (laughs) Had you ever made a 3D cookie before?
1: And, and I've I practiced a little bit um, at home before the show, but uh, you know that was a month before the show was was filmed. So technically, yes, I I'd, I'd practiced three D cookies, but not not really. I haven't really had a, <clears throat> excuse me a whole lot of experience with that. I'd also never worked with fondant. Cake decorators obviously use fondant all the time, um, and her cape was made out of fondant, and that's something that I was. Uh, god was with me that day because it just it laid (laughs) it was like literally the last second and i'm throwing this piece of fondant on her hoping it would just and it just it hit her shoulders and fell and draped perfectly i mean it was a miracle and i was like okay and then i piped all the detail around it the leaves and stuff to try to cover the edges and but that was a moment for me (laughs)
0: So you mentioned that second round, that's two and a half hours Mm -hmm. of baking, filming, all that stuff. Yes. How fast or how long did it seem like you had? About two and a half seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is it just nonstop the whole time? Yes. Is there, is there any, like, do you have any banter or like talking with the other bakers or are you just so heads Mm -hmm. down where it's like, I'm just in my zone? Uh,
1: I mean, I was pretty much in my zone, but there there are times where you're, again, they're so far away from you, they're 20 feet away. So, mm-hmm. you know, the next station is pretty far and there's a lot, there's mixers and, you know, all, all sorts of other noise going on. Um, but we did yell at each other a couple of times, you know, how you doing or, you know, whatever, we're, we're friends, you know, we're checking on each other and, um, but we didn't really like talk smack or anything, if that's what you're
0: asking <laughs> no no I, I'm just I'm wondering if like if you're just talking saying like are you having as crazy of a time as I am or any or there were a couple girls in the
1: beginning neither one of their mixers were hitting the bottom they they couldn't figure out how to get it so they were having to like scrape down their the bowl a lot of a lot more than than you normally would so they were they were both commiserating with each other um and then I when I took the cinnamon schnapps because I was closest to the alcohol this time I I so I got what I wanted um like I said it backfired a little bit but the gal next to me really wanted cinnamon and she ended up with tequila so (laughs) she she let me know that she really wanted the cinnamon but we worked it out
0: (laughs) so what like what's going through your mind after they come and do the final judging for the second round and they they walk away and now there's nothing else you can do you've baked you've baked your heart out today and now it's just totally in their hands like yeah what, what what goes through your head? Uh,
1: doubt, fear, excitement, anxiety. I mean, uh, you name it. <laughs> uh, I didn't think I had won. There was a, another contestant that I thought for sure had won. All three of us thought that she had won. Um, so, I, you know, I was anticipating that result.
0: During the deliberation, as the judges are talking, wh- where are you guys?
1: We are in a room, in our, kind of our home base room, um, s- eating snacks, stress eating. <laughs> Nervously, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, just sitting and waiting and, and talking. And um,
0: For how long?
1: Oh, gosh. That second one, we probably sat in there for about an hour. Now, mind you, they are also... During that time, they're taking, they take our um, angels out and take them to a separate room and they're doing all the photography and stuff on them before they're destroyed. <laughs> um, so that, uh, you know, I I think about an hour before we came back out.
0: Mm-hmm. So then they bring you guys out and you're in front of the judges and, and you just set it right down. Like yeah. you, you did not think that you were winning. I did not. <laughs> so what... Like, what is it like to hear them say, hey, Larissa Soder, you are the champion of this episode?
1: Uh, it was crazy. I mean, it was just like this, you're not expecting your name to get called. And when she said it, my hands just went straight to my face. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I just genuine shock. I don't know. And then they're like, well, come up here and get your ornament. So I scurried up there and got my golden ornament. The, the, I should have brought that too. Um and uh, they gave me a hug and then I they sent me back to my line so that we could finish doing the filming. And then we did photos and stuff after that. And mm-hmm. um, then it was over.
0: <laughs> well, Like you mentioned, this is filmed in March and then I don't remember the exact air date. Well, it was probably in December. What have been leading up to the, Christmas? Yeah, Dog. yeah. And uh, we were talking off the mics and you said, you know, you had watch parties and stuff planned out for this. But do you have to just be silent mm-hmm. the whole you can't tell mm-hmm. anybody for mm-hmm. nine months the result yeah, of this competition that yeah. you were in
1: we weren't even allowed to tell people that we were on the show until they started advertising it on on Food Network so my parents knew and my two kids knew and that was that was it um you know I, I when I got back um, my sisters knew that I, my family knew that I was going on the show. Obviously I had to make arrangements with my kids and things like that. But, um, when I got back, I just told every, all my friends and family, I said, just, I'm just going to ask a favor. Just please don't even ask me any questions. Cause I just, I really can't say anything. So, and then it was long enough that people just kind of forgot about it. <laughs>
0: So then, there was a nice little surprise yeah. in November. They're getting invites yeah. to watch party. It's like, yes. oh yeah, Larissa was on that thing.
1: And so many people asked me, they're like, because once, once it started to, they started to air commercials for it, then we could say what we were on. Um, and we could start talking about it on social media and stuff. And then that's when you get all the questions. Did you win? Did you win? Did you win? I know you won. You know, I, I, all my friends and stuff. And I'm like. Uh, I'm a terrible liar and I, I'm really bad at it. I just diverted the question. I was like, you know, I was the underdog. I'm the one girl's got 200 million Instagram followers and I had like 12, you know? So I'm like, I was with some really talented people and it was a really great experience. So I, I tried to not answer the question, but just kind of downplay so that, I don't know. I tried to,
0: It was hard. So then what was it like for you when you finally did get to like the episode airs and all of a sudden you can answer everyone's
1: questions? (laughs) Um, I mean, it was, it was great. It was a a high that, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity and obviously to win. um, And the whole, I had a lot of people in the room. I don't know. I think I had probably a hundred people at wine watch party and the, the room starts uproaring and cheering and, you know, it's, it's, a little embarrassing but it's it's fun it's um you know I was proud happy I guess
0: I have no idea how many people in Omaha watch this show consistently or mm-hmm. if it's like in the general consciousness at all so this <laughs> this might be a no but like have you seen an uptick in business since the episode aired um
1: in my business yes y- yeah um I have it my business has shifted a lot the last couple of months. There's been, um, just with, with the store opening, um, and being a part of that and, uh, you know, just trying to figure out, I'm still, you know, I still have cottage baker laws, but I've got the commercial kitchen now that's available. So I'm um, just trying to navigate through all of that, but then also, you know, do I want to just make cookies or do I want to, I, I'm obviously going to start teaching here. I'm going to teach classes. Um, And I'm kind of still trying to ride this wave to see what ocean it's taking me to <laughs> uh so yeah i mean my my christmas collection sold out in about two and a half hours when i posted it online i
0: was so mad because i tried to get in on that you and did i Sorry. did well no no it's not your i'm <laughs> when i say i'm mad i'm not mad at you for not making more i was mad at myself because i didn't get online fast well, enough well
1: yeah and i i did it a little differently than i'd done previous ones so i actually worked on these um ahead of time. Normally I do a pre-order and then I make, you know, I'll set a limit on how many hearts I can do. And, and then I'll, I'll post that as my inventory. And then I'm making it once they're, you know, ordered, but I'd made them all ahead, froze everything and then said, okay, this is what I've got. And then it was gone. And so I didn't even have any back stock. I had nothing. So, um, Valentine's day, we'll see what, what happens if the trend continues. I don't know. I mean, It's, it's, everyone's dieting in January, so.
0: Yeah, but then they start to die off when we get into February. Yeah. I think. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What do do you got for me? I was
1: thinking for this, um, I, I threw this little, um, this hanger tag on the, on the wine because everybody does dry January. So I'm, I'm trying to think of a clever tag to, to put on here. And I was thinking maybe, you know, dry January is over and so is your diet. Yes, that's good. Um, you get the wine and the cookies.
0: <laughs> yes. I love that. Just the wit and the personality that you bring to baking uh, is thank just you. so refreshing. I, thank you. I think it's awesome. And that is a major reason why I would encourage anyone listening to check out the finicky cookie. Uh, go go to her Instagram. Go to Larissa's Instagram. Um, you can see all kinds of great designs. There are videos of you. Uh, creating cookies. You Mm -hmm. can go to your YouTube channel. Definitely go to com. Look at the different orders that you can place or go to her company. Like I mentioned, off 156 and Q, Mm -hmm. there's all kinds of different women-owned businesses there you can go in and check out. And if you're lucky, there's going to be some amazing (laughs) frosted cookies and you will know right away which ones are Larissa's because they do stand out. Thank you. Larissa, you have been so gracious with your time today. You are an incredibly busy person. Oh, thank thank you, you so much of for course. taking the time to come on the podcast and talk about cookies and Food Network and all kinds of randomness.
1: Of course, anytime. I, I geek out about it. Like I said, I'm
0: obsessed. <laughs> so. We're obsessed too. Oh, great. Omaha, as always, thanks for eating with us.
1: A Huda Media Production.